Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick, and I am. Ian. Why? Why are you? Why are you whispering your name, Ian? Well, I don't want people to know it. Well, it's a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. Yes. Don't tell anyone my secret. Yeah. No, why are you? Why are you whispering your name, Ian? Because it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me in my secret spot. Right. Special spot. I know that. Well, special doesn't work here because you didn't say your name was special. But it I, is, is kind of special, Ian. I know you're special. I, but well, we're all special. <laughs> we're all a little touched, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do huh? this show if we weren't a little touched. <laughs> touched by greatness. Shit. <laughs> Speaking of shit. You so, took one today? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I, I um, so if you guys don't know, I'm in nursing school. I'm actually hopefully finishing up nursing school in the next two months. But anyway, like I've made it all the way through nursing school without having like a big code brown in in clinicals, right? Yeah. You know they they have and, Imodium AD for that. Sh- and uh, shouldn't have to worry about that while you're in class. Talk about the patient, dumbass. <laughs> I like I haven't had anyone with like a big shit disaster, right? Right. That I've had to clean up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, a couple of days ago, I was at uh, I was at clinical, and uh, the patient, one of the patients I had, he had been on a ventilator for you know several days, and he had a a I guess the best way to describe it is a tube going down in his in his stomach, right? right. So a he wasn't, right? no, it wasn't a feeding tube. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, suction, but anyway, oh, okay. actually it was going through his stomach into his intestine. But anyway, I don't want to go into the, the long, boring part of it. But anyway, he was not eating food, uh, but he, they had been giving him laxatives. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have anything in your system, you're not going to be shitting out anything. Okay. Other than maybe water. Nothing. Maybe he'd, water had, he'd had like no fecal output for several days hmm. right because not eating anything there's no right. nutrition there right. so uh i get to clinical and they had started them on tube feeds earlier that day so they'd taken the suction out and and put in starting you know feeding them mm-hmm. and um i go in with the nurse and i was like doing my assessment assessment on him and i was like oh he had to he he stooled so that's the polite way of saying that you took a shit, Ian. Right. So you know. I understood. I understood the concept. Okay. Right. So we get this guy all cleaned up. It wasn't bad. And then uh, I was okay. We go on. I, I go and check on another patient. And I came back with the nurse to just pass some meds to him. And it um, and so I, I do his meds. And uh, I was like, oh, I, I think he stooled again. And I looked. And the nurse was like. Oh, we'll come back and check. Well, because he was still kind of like going a little bit. So she was like, we'll come back and check on him in like a half an hour. I was like, okay, whatever. So we like leave and I come back into his room and I was doing some charting and the patient's girlfriend was sitting there and I just hear her go, oh no. I look over, (laughs) I look over and the fucking sheet is soaking (laughs) all this fucking liquid diarrhea up. It was like, uh, so I like looked and I'm like shitting you Ian. If you imagine like, so the, his legs were slightly elevated on like a pillow uh-huh. and there was a pool. Oh. It was a pool of liquid shit in between his legs. It was, it was bad. So I like had to go find the nurse. It took me like five or 10 minutes to find her. Mm-hmm. 
And then she goes in the room and she like immediately like, she like looks at it and she goes, yeah, we, we, we have to go find help. Mm. <laughs> it's like by the time, so we, we, we got an aide to help us and it was like fucking everywhere, everywhere. It was like all over those tubes and like, it was bad. <laughs> the one lady, she's, she's been a aide for like 15 years and she said it was one of the worst that she'd seen. Wow. Yeah. So, hey, I get to make up on lost time there. Man, I can't wait till I'm that sick to be able to do all that. What? Just shit, shit everywhere? Just create create a mess for somebody else. <laughs> My God. Yeah. So, obviously, we didn't give him any more laxatives that right. day. <laughs> so, 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 from the sounds of it, he didn't need any laxatives. They were, nah. His, his uh, bowels were functioning just fine. Yeah. They were. Uh, yeah. He was working just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was uh, good times. Yeah. Good times. That's my that's my clinical story for this episode. We're by the way, we're changing the name from of the show from life in general to life life and shit. <laughs> Just gonna be scat scat scatological stories from this point on. <laughs> scat talk. Scat talk. Scat talk with Nick and Ian. Yes. Hey guys. Poo. <laughs> just start the show just like <laughs> I have to change the theme song. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is how it starts. Hey guys, welcome to Scat Talk. Can I talk like that too? If you want to. It doesn't matter. No one's going to be listening to it. <laughs> Talk however you want. So what else is going on, Ian? Uh, I ask you this every week. and, you and do, I don't, you, you I never... don't have much of a life, Nick. You should know this by now. <laughs> I get up. I go to work. I go home. Every other week, we record shows. And that's about it. Yeah, rinse, repeat. That's about it. So there is like I this... did get my eyes checked. At the day I went to the eye doctor. Yeah, so you still have eyes. Yes, they're still but I went to the. I actually went to an eye doctor to 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 confirm that for myself. Gotcha. So there's a a new kind of conspiracy theory that's going been going around for uh, definitely like most of this year. I've okay. seen it like progressively getting talked about more and more. And that is, uh, have you heard of uh, the replacement theory? So this so. this started in France, okay, and has been picked up by the white nationalist movement here in the United States. Okay, and since I say that, you can probably guess where this is going. So, is the, it like immigrants and people of color are replacing white people? Yes. Oh, okay. And, I mean, I'm familiar with the concept just from racist people, but <laughs> I'm not. I didn't. I wasn't familiar with this whole big movement. Other than yeah, like, so it, it started. Yeah. It, it kind of really started, at least from what I can tell. Kind of started in France, and in France, is I think it was primarily like fear of like Arabs right. replacing. Well, there them. was that big Muslim situation with yeah. Muslim immigrants coming in and some terrorist attacks that occurred. And so, like earlier this year. I, 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 it was really probably like March or April when I first like saw anything about it. And you're right. Cause the idea has been around for a while, but I didn't, I, I was like, what is this replacement theory? So, cause I'm always looking for like weird shit. To well, I mean, about. it goes to, it goes to the whole, you know, um, isolationist xenophobic concepts of immigrants coming and taking your job, the replacing your, well, your, but your with, worker. with the replacement theory, it is that like a group of elite individuals Mm -hmm. or the elites in the world or in the country in particular are using these immigrants to replace white culture for their own good. Mm. So it's kind of like a, what is white culture? 
<laughs> Don't get me started. So anyway, and right. the, the kind of the interesting thing was, I want to say it was like April or April or May. Um, so I tried to, and I don't want to pick on Fox News, like, but they make it so I easy. Know, I know, but they really make it easy. So yeah. like earlier this year, I, cause I try to watch every once in a while. I try not to watch cable news at all, right. whether it's CNN or any of them. Uh, but I just have to flip on cause Tucker Carlson drives me fucking crazy sometimes. Yeah. He's so one I, of the worst. So I turned, I turned him on one night and that's when I started hearing this shit and Tucker Carlson did this whole like 15 minute bit about, I don't know what else to call it. I guess it's a segment, but it's segment makes it sound newsworthy, right. but he did this whole little spiel about this replacement theory and about how, you know, the Democrats are replacing you know, white culture in the United States with immigrants for their own good, you know, because they want, they're, they're using them politically. And at the end of this, like, big, long thing, Tucker Carlson goes, but it's not a theory, it's fact. And then, like, over the next, like, week, every, like, I saw other Fox shows. Talking about it. They weren't talking about it. They would play the Tucker Carlson clip, and then they would say, okay, let's discuss this now. Like, it's fucking news. Right. And it's like... It's just like circular fucking argument that if it was happening anywhere else, that'd be like me making some kind of wild statement on the vinyl den and then us sitting down and talking about and ta- it on the vinyl den and, and, and talking about it on, life, on in life in general. Right. Well, I mean, I guess it's okay to discuss it if you're going to, re- you know, rebuke it because they're not though that the whole, like every single one of them were like. Yes, he's absolutely correct. Right. We you, we are losing white culture, and this is all that, kind of what is that? What is white culture? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> American culture, but that's not white culture. I know that, I know that, but that's the way they look at it. So, what, what Tucker Carlson did in his original like piece was he took a comment by the president where Joe Biden said something along the line. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's, it's something along the lines of. Uh, you know, one the the strength of America is its diversity, okay. and he's like, "See, that's exactly that, that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying they're going to replace us with immigrants." This whole country was founded by immigrants. What's what are they fucking talking about? I know, and that's kind of that's like it's it's and that's why I I don't know. It, it it is interesting to kind of look at different things, but it's like like you said though, there is no white culture. There, there. Uh, yes, eventually there what, are what, cultures that have that are white people. Like there's Irish culture, and there is French culture, and there might British culture. There are cultures based on you know ancestry and regions, but mm-hmm. there's not a white culture. But now we're seeing this bleed into politics because I'm seeing more and more. Republican. Well, sad thing is, we're seeing it bleed into mainstream politics. It's yes. always been political because right. it's just racism. That's all it is. It's it's just racism with a fancy name. Yes. So it's but they're trying to craft policy on this now. Of course, of course. They're, they're, it's well, I mean, it's it, that's the the, the Republicans for, for all of their failings as human beings are pretty smart. They they figured out that. You don't need to be at the top. You just need to legislate from the bottom up. Yeah. I wish they'd apply that with their economic policies, but that'll never happen. I'm trying to find a clip of what he said. That's that's how they're winning. That's how they're winning this fucking culture war. They're winning because they're starting at the bottom and bit by bit, they're just picking away 
at, at all the progress that we've made over the last hundred years yeah. with, with race and with gender and with, I mean, with everything, even education, they're just picking away at it. And that's, I mean, that really kind of started in, in the eighties with Reagan. He started doing that, picking away at the unions mm-hmm. slowly and sh- you know, slowly, but surely just picking away at them. They're, they're fucking parasites is what they are. They've become political parasites to this fucking country. It just it, it nauseates me. I'm trying to see. Okay, it says. Doom, 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 doom. Damn it. I'm trying to find a, a clip of what he said. All right, I think I found it. Let me see it. Explaining the entire point of mass immigration back in 2015 when he was vice president. I'm going to play a clip. Unrelenting stream of immigration. Nonstop. Nonstop. Folks like me who were. Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. This an is the part. unrelenting stream of immigration. But why? Well, Joe Biden just said it to change the racial mix of the country. That's the reason. To Which is not what he said. Power no. People whose ancestors lived here and dramatically increase the proportion of Americans newly arrived from the third world. And then Biden went further. He said that non-white DNA is the, quote, source of our strength. Which is not what he fucking said. That. It wasn't even what he was referencing. Right. Eugenics. It's horrifying. But there's a reason Biden said it in political terms. He didn't even mention DNA great no. or eugenics. Legacy no. Americans with more obedient people from faraway countries. They brag about it all the time. But if you dare to say it's happening, they will scream at you with maximum hysteria. And here he see if I can see represent all Americans equally, not just those of a specific color. For four years, remember, they told you. So he went on for 15 minutes about this. And at the very end of it, he's like, this isn't a theory. It's fact. I want to understand. See. It, it just it goes it it goes to the the whole point that our education system has truly failed most of us because when you put when you when you use things statements like eugenics first of all you don't even understand what that means no. second of all well, mo- a lot of people don't right second of all you use the 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 term white genetics what the fuck are white genetics. It's a it, it, white it, genetics means that's a fucking mutation in the first fucking place. But this is the thing, though, Ian, and this is the argument I see time and time again. Not necessarily, per, I mean, it, it's not 100% from the political right, but a lot of it is. It's like, well, you know, the media is trying to turn people against us or trying to turn one side against the other. That's what that is. Right. Because he took a comment. And completely twisted the the narrative around that comment to scare a certain group of people, uh, to be to make a certain group of people scared of another group of people. Yes, yes, I know. No, well, no. the Republicans have been doing that for decades, because every and, and to be honest, every time they say race is a, it's a dividing topic, they're making it a dividing topic yeah. by saying that because they're they're pointing out that if you're not white. Or you're not following the white model, yeah. you're the you're the bad guy. Instead of embracing our differences, mm-hmm. they want to they want to keep those differences separate and just not talk about them. Yeah, but you're seeing, like I said, you're seeing more and more of it. Like and, and like I said, it, it became this like news cycle on Fox. Right. 
and then it, you know now you're having you know congressmen Bringing on the in. House floor talking about well, this. Well, it's 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 the exact same thing. Replacement theory is really just a, a replacement theory for going against critical race theory. Yeah. Because people were sick of hearing the, the term critical race theory, so now they have to bring in replacement therapy. Or th- therapy, I was going to say. Replacement theory. Let me see so. if this is... Oh, here. Here's a different clip of it. Let me see if I can... This is the one thing I started seeing earlier about it. Let me see if I can... And he has now repeatedly been telling them... I miss this guy's name. ...white race is under attack. White isn't a fucking race. Yeah. Well, he's... Like complaining. More recently, in April, when Tucker Carlson talked about the Great Replacement theory as an issue of voting rights for effectively white Americans. If you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots with new people, they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening actually. Let's just say it that's how that's that's like how we how you can't replace people without getting rid of other people. Right. That's what and I was just gonna say that. It's like But maybe that's what the whole vaccine thing is about. We're using the vaccine to get rid of white people. No, we're getting rid of stupid fucking people. <laughs> by by, by, not, by not, letting them not vaccinate them fucking selves. <laughs> They're getting rid of themselves. They're yeah. they're the ones doing it. It's not us. But it's interesting that this like this narrative like continues to play on in media. And I know mm. I bitch and complain about the media, and I bitch and complain about social media in particular, right. and I have for fucking years, and I will continue to do so. But it's shit like that. Right. That people that Fox News, Tucker Carlson in particular, with that segment was preying on people in society. Well, and, in, he's, and he's, in, stoking, in he's stoking a fire that he may not be able to put out one day. Because he doesn't give a shit. Because well, no. it, it won't affect him. Well, it, it could, actually. I mean, if if let's say, hypothetically, we get to the point where the system just has to break because there's no... I don't think uh, we're going to get to that point. Well, no, most likely not. But there, you have to at least acknowledge the possibility because... These fires are not going out and they're getting bigger. Yeah. So at some point, something's going to have to change, whether mm-hmm. it's a breaking point or we figure out how to get people like Tucker Carlson to shut the fuck up, which that won't happen either. No. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but you have to acknowledge the fact that there is that possibility that the the system can't handle this. We, we, I don't know. I, Nick, I think we're th- going think to about continue this. to. We'll continue to, to handle it as long as we can, but it, it can't sustain how long do you think we can sustain with this this political divide that we have in this country? How long do you really think it can last? Um, at least a couple hundred more years. Not at the extent that we're going. We've already got people threatening to take up arms against the government. Yeah, we're, I mean, but the thing is, though, Ian, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. The people that use the Second Amendment argument of, well, you know, it's there because we need to be able to take up arms against a tyrannical government right. is a fucking stupid argument because the government right now can fly a one foot by one foot fucking drone, drone over right. your house and and, you. and destroy your entire fucking neighborhood. Right. Your AR-15 and is your rifle stop. is not going to stop that. But the problem is, is it's not about guns. It's about one side and another side meeting in the streets. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, sure, the government, the military can send drones in all day long, but it's not it's not really the government they want to, they're going to go after. They're going to go after their 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 neighbors. Yeah. I well, and that's the whole thing. And this is the kind of the argument I've always made is when people complain about the government, I'm like, we are the government. Right. We decide we decide every two years who runs our fucking country. But nobody's running the country because because of the divide that's in the streets, we've got the divide in, 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 in the actual legislative body. Yeah. Nothing's getting done, Nick. Yeah. We can't nothing is getting done. And the well, system, thing, things are getting done. Not not to the extent things, that they need think, to get things done. Things like reversing Roe v. Wade and things like oh, that. Oh, right, that, right. Th- but those are just going to fuel more fires, more fires on the other yeah. side. So if nothing is getting done in the government and you've got basically uh, this tightrope we're all walking here and on, you know, in on Main Street, um, you know, Main Street America, at some point, and it can't, it's not going to take 100 years. No, think about this. Has ever has there ever been a, a society that has been able to manage this level of extreme division in history? No, well, because here's the thing, though, is like, then this is the thing you have to remember, though, is you can't compare societies two thousand years ago. No, but to society, you can look today. at societies two hundred years ago, and yes, things are different. I think you, you can't even do that. Like the modern, the modern yeah. society is what. About a hundred and forty years old. Yeah, well, eighteen eighties until today is like the modern society. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Then, then, then there's no point in learning history because we're not no, learning no, anything no, from no, it. That's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Though. My point is, is we need to examine this because I'm I I can't see a way out of this. This is what I see happening. I think we will go through. It will wax and wane. We will go through hot periods where there is, like. Tension like there is now politically, and I think we will, it will be it will remain a cold war that it has been for the last two hundred years. Mm. You know, ever since the the end of the Civil War, there has been a cold war in the United States. Ever since, it's heating up though. I, I it's th- never been this bad. You're right. You're, it hasn't been this bad in a long time. It's Not been, since it, the Civil War. I would say it's, it hasn't been this bad since the '60s. We don't have right now. There it was is, bad in the sixties. It was not this bad. There aren't lynchings and shit like there was no, then. Yet, and my point that's, is that's what, that's what I'm saying. Though we yeah. we haven't gotten to and that. And technically, point. there are lynchings. The police are killing black men every fucking day. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, yeah, I which, mean that's just the, a modern day version of the lynchings. But they've been doing that forever. That that's been going on for right. But that hasn't changed. No, all that's all that's changed with that is there's cameras that, right. we're, that we're using to catch that shit. Well, but I think like moving forward, I think. We will be in in a situation like this for a while longer, but eventually, I think we're going to get to a point where, like I said, we go back to it being a cold war, and then something will happen and spark it up, and then we'll be in this period for you know five, six. I, just don't, I don't think we're going to get to a point where there's going to be like open war on the streets. Because I, I hope not, because I'm not saying I want it. I'm just saying I've got news for a lot of people out there that like to joke about. Well, you know, there's one political side that always like to joke about them having all the guns. The other side has a whole lot of fucking guns also. Right. And they're outnumbered. Yeah. yeah the other side outnumbers the other. Uh, the... Like overall, there are a lot of guns in this country. Right. There's more guns in this country than there are people. Yes, of course. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, so, yeah, I, I think, like, will it eventually? I, I'm not even really talking about an actual, 
like hot civil war. I'm just talking about the system completely breaking down. And I think we will because have to, we, we will can't have to have function. A... The government is not functioning, Nick. Yeah, but the government hasn't functioned for a long time, Ian. That doesn't mean that it won't collapse in on itself. Your car, your car could be running shitty for six years and then all of a sudden just fucking die. I, I think that do I see society or our like the way our society functions now? Do I see it eventually collapsing? Probably. I don't see the United States surviving as a nation uh, through the rest of the century. I do yeah. not think we will make it to the end of this century as a country. I think we will. I don't. I'm to be honest, that's me being optimistic. <laughs> I don't think we'll make it through the next couple decades. No, because I think that uh I think it really happen it really depends on what politically happens in this country. Cuz you know, cuz here's all, a, all I see is it's just like you said, we we uh, wax and wax wane. and wane cuz at some point, the Republicans are going to win, and they're going to they're going to do a bunch of stupid shit, and then the Democrats will win, and the Republicans just won't let them fix it. But there's one side that gets like violent and marches and tries to kill people and like break into buildings and things like that. And well, only the, government buildings. Only government buildings. <laughs> they don't they don't mess so, with the shops. So when when a Republican is off in, is in office, I guess there is probably less violence. So. That's because it's a violent party that's in power. <laughs> no, I, that's like saying your child your child doesn't act up when you give them everything they want. <laughs> well, I mean, they are petulant babies, but um, <laughs> yeah, to say the least, run uh, by by a figurehead baby, <laughs> a big orange one, a big orange. Yeah, that's the funny thing is like, and not to I know this, but we've been really political so far about and but like, like thinking back through, at least. Look, I'm in my 40s. I've I've seen a lot of elections. I've seen a lot of, I've seen presidents lose elections, and uh, or lose re-election. Like, actually, not that much. I guess not really. There's been two in, in my lifetime three. But like three that lost re-election. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. I, but the funny thing we were was, young at that point. Yeah, yeah. But think about it. You know, in in the early 80s, uh, like Jimmy Carter wasn't like rallying the troops against yeah. reagan yeah no because jimmy carter was a good man and still is yeah but you he know, was probably the last good man to hold that when, office when george w bush lost the election to to bill clinton he kind of like went off in the sunset he yeah. didn't continue to be the head of the the party no but the party the party did go after clinton yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. but the thing more but, so but than that's, that's kind of what i was saying though is like that's when, like, the weird thing with Donald Trump is you have, like, he lost, quote unquote, lost the election. There's no quote unquote. I know that. He I know that. lost the election. <laughs> As done very tongue in cheek yeah, there. You know? Okay. Um, but, uh, and I, and also I say that because there's been people that have been on the House floor lately saying that he didn't lose the election. But anyway, uh, and, and you have a percentage or a part of the political part of the Republican Party. That have wanted to move on, mm-hmm. and they are now all like leaving office because they're being primaried. Right. So it, it's the I think the Republican Party won't be a will end before I think the Republican Party will end before the American society ends. Well, I don't think the Republican Party will end. I just think it'll. Be, oh yeah, it will. It will. It will because I think eventually we're going to get to a point where the more extreme part of the Republican Party breaks off and becomes Oh, I figured they would just take the Republican name 
because it holds more no, power I think, I, I think as a name. They'll be like the Trump party. Yeah. I don't see them calling themselves that. Are you they'll, fucking serious? I think they call themselves the Patriot Party or the Freedom Party long before they call themselves the Trump Party. I no, I'm pretty sure that's been like the the one of the the ideas. Mm. You know, because well, I'm sure Trump's floated that idea along the way because yeah, he's he's an arrogant egotistical narcissist. Yeah, but, well, I was, was going to say narcissist, yeah. but yeah, definitely. Uh, so I don't know. I think the Republican Party will end long before the. Uh, well. Yeah, I I don't I'm not that optimistic, um, because to you know to be fair, yeah, Donald Trump flat out lost the election, but he still got seventy million votes. Yeah, that's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. I will say that um, you know that's and that's what the other th- reason why I say, you know, it really depends on what happens politically in this country because I think if we had, if if we had four or five parties, if we were no longer a two party country um i don't think we would have this this level of unrest i i'm i'm i would like to agree and i i kind of do i think the only problem is is that if you have too many political parties you risk only getting the extremes on either side because no one's gonna be passionate about at least three of those candidates in an election but here's here's the thing though is if you have say five parties um to be able to pass anything, you have to work with somebody. Yeah, I th- I think like there's to have... there's enough people who maybe not wouldn't be necessarily Republican in name, but would follow the same pattern that the Republicans have been following for the last say ten years of just obstructionism. But you couldn't you couldn't be an obstructionist. But you could. It wouldn't. Be, it would actually be a lot easier because you'd be less likely to be for the focus to be on you. Well, All you have to do is just not vote on things or vote against the, the, the common interest. And if you're doing that in, in name for, say, you're the Libertarian Party and the Republican candidate does the same thing, it's two separate parties. It's bipartisan now. You know what I mean? Or multipartisan. But what I'm saying, though, is like it, it doesn't, if, if it doesn't have, reflect on if you have party. five, If you have five parties, because the problem is with – Republicans and Democrats, both of them, because they're both going through this fight right now, is if you are a Democrat and you are in favor of, let's say, trimming back the uh, the Build Back America bill or whatever the fuck they named it. Well, there's only uh, two of those, but okay. But but you're, you are at risk of being primaried by the more extreme part of your party. Right. The same with the Republicans. If you're a Republican and you come out and want to work with the Democrats to try to pass something, you're going to be primaried by your own party. Right. If you are, if there are five parties, oops, sorry, and there is a like moderate party, like, and you want to work with one side or the other, more, more than likely no one's going to primary you over that. If you are a, you know, a party that's just to the left of the moderates, you're probably not going to get primaried by your own party because those more extreme people that are going to primary you are already in their own party. I see the logic in that, but I also see we're, we're still talking about the same thing though. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the moderate party wouldn't primary the candidate who's going to work with both sides, but they might primary the candidate who's like, yeah, I want to work with both sides, but I'm a little left of where you are because look at you and but, me. But that's but that's We're, that's a that's a choice matter to the people voting though. 
Well, so is primarying anyway, period. Prime, yeah, you're, the party is giving you different options, but it's it, it's going to be the same no matter whether there's five parties or ten parties. But that's, that's what I'm saying, though, is if, you're, if, you, if there is a, a primary of five people for the moderate you know, uh, nomination, mm-hmm. uh, someone who's more extreme than the other is probably not going to get that, the, the nomination. Right. Or, but, but you're, but that's still, sure, that might be the case, but. I think, gonna, I think, I think the answer to a lot of the issues that we have in our society I don't think five is more choice. Is, I think maybe three parties, but I still, I still see that. I, like I said, I'm not, that's, I'm not but disagreeing here, with here, your principle. Here's my question though. So you got Republicans, Democrats. What's the third party? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's why. That's why I say I don't think we can have only three, because we've had. Well, we technically have four parties now. Really, we've got the progressive Democrats, the regular Democrats. We've got the regular Republicans. We've got the Trump Republicans. Yeah. We technically have four parties now. The but problem the, is the problem is, is they're fighting. They're they're so their Democrats are able to pass things because they're fighting within their own party with the right. more moderates versus the more extreme end right. of the party. And you think and that's just I, changing the names is going to make a difference I think there? Cre- no, creating separate parties will. But will. those separate parties are still going to be exact, be essentially those. But, but what I'm saying political though, views. But what I'm saying though is that it gives people more choice when they vote. People have a choice now. They don't. They don't because they may have less of a choice, but there's there's still a choice. No, when, when the presidential when, election comes up, there's only going to be two people. With at any, the end, with at any, the end, with any especially this shot. upcoming twenty and twenty four, we're technically going to be starting from scratch because we know we're we pretty much know Biden is not running again. He can't. He's, I I think he's going to. I don't think, I think he physically I think, can. I, I don't think physically he can. I think. As of right now, I think he intends to. I, right we, now, yes, but that's we're still about what almost two years away, at least two years away, well, almost three no. years away from. Well, we're two years away from the from the general or from yeah. the campaigning. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't think that he's going to run again. I really don't. I. I, don't I won't see, I don't be surprised see, if he does. I don't see how he can't. I don't see how he can. Because I don't think he, he's going to survive it. Because here's the thing. I'm like, not sure if he's going to survive the rest of his term now. Yeah. I think for the Democrat for the Democratic Party, that would probably be the best option. To well, let him run? No, no, no. For him to, to step down. To step down. Yeah. The problem is, because is here, we can't because have Kamala the, Harris running. Here's the problem is right now she's probably the most viable Democratic candidate to run That's against. That's because no one's talking about her. Be, to run against Donald Trump because that's the Donald Trump is going to be the nominee for the Republicans. Yeah, well, I've even heard I've heard talk that he, the Republican Party is asking him not to. It's going to be him, him, and Ron DeSantis. I know we're like, you know, a year and a half out still, yeah. but I think that's what the ticket you, is going to be. Yeah. So anyway, he, but here's the thing: is like if if Joe Biden is still running, mm-hmm. and Kamala Harris comes out to run against him. It's going to destroy the the Democratic Party. Of course, like so. Well, that's if, what I'm if, saying. I'm if, not saying if he intends to run, she cannot run. And I think at this point, she is the most viable candidate. And to- I wasn't suggesting that she was going to run against Biden. I was suggesting that Biden was going to step down, and she would be the the front runner for the. But what I'm saying though is, if, I don't know if Biden doesn't step down, if he finishes out his term and then wants to run again. She can't run. She no, can't she, run against him. No, she and I don't think she would. But here's the thing, would. though: is Biden 
if if it's Biden against Trump, I like I will put money on Trump every fucking day. I would put money on Trump if it was him and, and I don't Harris. Know. I don't I don't know. I don't she's, know. She's she has some things working in her favor, but she's way way too centrist, almost right of center. But that was the thing on that a lot, lot of things, about, especially on on justice. A lot of a lot her. of people a lot of people have said the same thing for yeah. the last ten years about Joe Biden. Yeah, that's true. And Joe Biden has has run a very the, the fucking is, progressive. The thing is, so is that going into twenty twenty, yeah, people have said that about Joe Biden, but he still, for most people, he was still at least the the lesser of two evils when it comes to Trump. Yeah. The thing is, is that you're going to get a heavier turnout in the Republican side. People who did not vote in the last election mm-hmm. are going to come out and vote because they believe it was stolen. Yeah. So you've got to and, well, I mean, and, and Kamala Harris. There might be a couple hundred thousand less of them by then. True, but <laughs> but Kamala Harris is not, not going to not laugh about it. But. Kamala Harris is not going to get. She might get the same number that Biden got. She's not going to get more. Yeah. And theoretically, she could lose some because there are still some people who aren't necessarily opposed to the views of Trump, but just didn't like him. Well, but because of that, they're not going to vote for a woman. Of color. Well, I will also say this, that, um, you know, Biden got the turnout that he did because people were able to vote by mail. Right. That's not going to be the case in the next election. That's the other thing. There's a lot of states that have tried to curb that that, Not to mention the fact that there's a lot of states that are putting in other restrictions on voting beyond that that are going to make it almost impossible for- Yeah, I don't know. Not impossible, but very difficult to get- Anywhere near the amount of turnout that would that would yeah. be necessary yeah. to to go against go against any Republican, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting cycle. Yeah. But anyway, I think like moving forward, giving the American public more choice, I think would There's I think never... would would, would uh, maybe it, it wouldn't solve the ills of our country. That's not no. what I'm trying to say. I think it would alleviate some of the tensions though, because people it might... people would be able to have more of a feeling that their vote matters. Cause I've heard that from a lot of people from both sides right. that, you know, Hey, it doesn't matter. You know, it's all, it's all fixed. You know, our votes don't really count for anything. A lot of people feel like that, but I think if there's more choices, instead of two people on that ballot, if there's five people that they can vote for hmm. and yeah. actually, and, and, and cause there is, there are, there are, you know, third-party candidates on the ballot every time, right. uh, none of them have any fucking shot of right. winning. And that's the other thing I was going to point out. You're still going to have this, I think you'll still have this polarization for, even if you have five parties, you're still going to have a polarization of one one side of the, of the spectrum having a preferred party and the other side of the spectrum having a preferred party. Because that's just the way it's going to work. I don't know. It I might know. not, but I just because I, I, I think of you know if you if you look at the if you looked at the twenty twenty election for instance, if you had five candidates, you would have Joe Biden. Uh, you know, you would have Donald Trump, probably Ted Cruz, and then uh, um, Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. and then throw in a Kamala Harris as the, as that five. You know, if you've got those five names on a presidential ballot, that's going to cut up a lot of vote because a lot of those people, all five of those, would get a hefty vote total. Right. The thing is, is that the problem with what you just said, say it was those five, it's still a little left heavy because you've got Bernie Sanders. I, those are just five names off the top okay. of my head. But, but say that was the case. 
Donald Trump and Ted Cruz can only uh, siphon off of each other. Yeah. But now you've got three splitting the Democratic vote. So you're you're really not getting a choice. You're almost guaranteeing one of those two Republicans is going to be a, going to be elected. Not necessarily. Most likely, because if you think about it, what I mean, just take the 2020 numbers. You got 80 million it, versus 70 million. Now say you split up 80 million amongst three people and 70 million amongst two people. One of those two people is going to have a higher number. I mean, just not, looking not, at just not, looking not at not necessarily. Not necessarily because of, there's a lot of if people. If that had happened, if, say, that scenario had happened in 2020, that's exactly what would have happened. I don't know. And, and, and that's something that we'll never know. Because there's a lot of people that I think would have, that did vote for Donald Trump that might have voted a different way if there were more candidates available. There's also probably a lot of people that voted for Donald Trump that. That won't vote Republican again. Exactly. So I, it's a much smaller number. You're right, but it's a much smaller number. That's why you. Can I suggest something instead of. But the other thing is, we would also have to get rid of the electoral. College. I was just going to say that should happen long before we have multiple parties. Mm, I don't know. There are things we can do to make things more fair. Life is not fair. When in the 1950s, there were more white people than black people. Life's not fair. So they should be treated poorly. No, people stood up and said, that's not right. Yes, they're a minority, but they should have just as much freedoms, just as much rights. People made a difference. Just because life isn't fair doesn't mean you can't try to change it and make it more fair. You may never make it perfectly fair, but you can make it more fair. And uh, the Electoral College is not a fair system. I just don't see, like I said, I'm I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, Ian. I just go back and forth on, on which way I would go with it. Because I do see some benefit of the electoral college system. Is it necessarily more beneficial say, than another system? I'm not really sure. I would say in the early 1900s, there probably was benefit to it. I think in the 21st century, the electoral college has to go because it's no longer fair. Because we have we have the means to make a fair election for everyone. I think that, that's going to be the interesting thing, kind of going forward, though, is what happens because uh, the progressives are are. Starting to become obstructionist too, yeah. Because they want they haven't started. They've been for a while, but yeah. But they're now they're now they've got their president, um, and it's never enough. They want more, more, more. Well, they don't they don't have their president. No, but they got their <laughs> they got their compromise because they know they knew for sure they weren't going to get shit with, yeah. with Trump, and they got some things with they're getting some things with with Biden, but then it's like it's never enough. Yeah, and it, it's not even his fault. Because what his original, like the infrastructure bill, they want it to be the three point five trillion. He's whittled it down to like two trillion or two point one trillion, which I'm, I'm, I'm as, out I'm of okay. compromise I'm with okay the other with side. That. But then they're like, "Well, no, we want the three three point five. Yeah, you can't always get what you want. I, and this is where the Democrats fail. Fall, fall on their sword. This is where they always fail. Hold on, yeah. hold on. This is where they fall on their sword, and the, that is because they have tried to stick every little wish list item into this gigantically over fucking bloated bill mm-hmm. instead of just passing what they need to pass and then worry about passing another bill later right. with, you know, because it's the, well, because that's the dollar amount that's fucking scared off people like Joe Manchin. Right. He's not going to vote for anything. that's yeah. three and a half trillion dollars. I think, I think if they had come in originally with a much lower number, I still think he'd be calling, ca- causing, I don't problems. know. I don't know. But he, cause he has to, cause he's, he's even if he gets primaried, He's gonna have to fight for every vote he gets because he just has because he has that D in front of his name. Yeah, but here's the thing though: it's like um, you know, I- I- instead of taking 
Because it is. You know, the bill they're trying to pass is literally every fucking Democratic wish list item mm-hmm. that they've ever thought of in the last 20 years, all crammed into one fucking huge ass bill. Instead yeah. of doing it, like I said, just kind of break it up, do what you need to do with the infrastructure and pass that. Because yeah. that, that would pass easily. And then, you know, if you want to do something for universal, mm-hmm. you know, preschool, pass that fucking bill. If yeah. you want to do something for, um, you know, free. Uh, community college pass that fucking bill because those two things are in this big fucking infrastructure bill. Um, You know, there's a lot of this crazy, I shouldn't say crazy because a lot of it is practical, but I think most of it is practical, but I think it's crazy to all cram it in this one bill because this, because it's giving, it's giving the moderates something to, to, to fight against. And it's really given the, uh, the, the Republicans and the people on, on the cable news networks, Something flashy that they can scratch, flash up on the screen to scare off, uh, right. you know, scare voters. The with. problem is, and I and I kind of understand. I I agree with you, but I understand why they're doing it because they're not confident they're going to be able to keep maintain the very very slim majority they have. In fact, there's no there's no way they're going to be able to maintain it. I wouldn't say that. I, the Senate, How about this? How about the Senate this? is going to pass flip. fucking bills that help people, and then you get to stay in office. Not when you have not when you have a group of people following Tucker Carlson talking about. Replacement theory, but here's the thing though: is like if you make people's lives better, it, but it doesn't matter. Oh, the the Affordable not, Care you're, Act. You're right. You're right. No, the Affordable Care Act made lives better for people in poor con- in poor states, specifically yeah, white poor yes states. Yes and no. And they still said they did not vote for him, and they would not vote for him. Yes again. and no. And here's why the Affordable Care Act did so poorly on an optical level is because. The government did a really shitty job. Yes, but it's pushing still it out. Helped and the whole fact with that damn website crashing yeah. and being so fucking overly priced created, optically created a fucking issue for the Democrats. Right. So now we're look at where we're at. So say Biden gets smart and says, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna break the the bill up, and we're just gonna focus on roads and bridges as part of infrastructure. Roads, bridges, and internet because that's that's important. Yeah. So. We're just going to do that, and it's only going to cost us five hundred billion, much, much, much lower. It'd probably be more, but we'll. Just, it is. Stop banging. Sorry, it's how I talk. <laughs> um, I talk with my hands. Uh, so we'll say that. Uh, we'll that, say one trillion. It'll cost I, one I, trillion. I think it was one and a half trillion because that's what the idea. One of the plans was so, to just break that off so and do it. We've 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 whittled it down by two thirds, roughly, and he gets that passed. It's not going to make any difference to a white person in Georgia who always tends to who always votes Republican and he's not he doesn't care because granted he he might say, yeah, I use the roads, but I I live on a farm. It's not going to affect me. I, I spend most of my time on my farm. I never I barely ever use the roads. I don't have Internet. I don't want Internet. That's a very small fucking percentage of people. Very it fucking is, small. but those people will always vote against their own best interest yeah, there, anyway there's... because they can't see past the race issues, the social justice okay, issues. Okay, so you don't worry about them. You 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 focus on doing the best you can. But my point is, you're because not the Democrats winning, don't the Democrats don't fucking think like that. Right? They don't fucking but operate that way. They won't be able to. They still won't maintain a majority. There's never going to be a time. When the Democrats are going to be able to maintain a majority for more than two years, ever. I wouldn't say that. I, I, I would put money on that. Because they never have in my lifetime. They have, they, yeah, they have. Maintain a majority for more than two years. 
Well, are you talking overall, like all three branches? Like president? No, I'm sp- I'm talking specifically the House I mean, and Senate because they ran the House for like I don't know sixty years. Like the the the, Senate, the, the Democrats always ran that. That was that was the, they had the 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 House until oh, I said my lifetime. By the way, they what they've they've the Democrats, the Democrats did not have the House in the late eighties. Yeah, they did all the way to the, it was ninety two was when they lost the House. That's when Newt Gingrich and all of them took over. Yeah. And that was the first time since, like, the fucking Reconstruction that, that uh, Republicans had, had run the House. Mm. Well, it'll never happen again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it won't. I mean, really. And to be fair, I don't think the Republicans can maintain a majority for more than four or eight years. I think the Democrats will have a lot easier time holding the House than they will the Senate. Yeah. But the Senate, see, that's where it's... That's where it makes the most difference because it's a much smaller number. And because of the filibuster, you need a supermajority to get anything done. You don't need that in the House. Well, you you don't. You don't necessarily need. It's gotten to the point where you need a supermajority for now, ever, almost everything. Well, the, the, the bill they're going to pass, the infrastructure bill is not going to. But it, they won't get it passed because they won't get Manchin on board unless they slim it down. Yeah. Or what's a cinema. And cinema is pretty much talking about. More or less talking about changing parties anyway. Yeah. So we're going to lose that as a majority anyway. It'll be no longer be a Democratic majority just if she changes her for D to an R. Yeah. She's or even a, if she changes it to an I, it doesn't matter because it's really just our, our light. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it regardless of, I, I, I shouldn't say regardless because it is better for her to be a Democrat regardless of how she acts because it gives the... It gives the party at least a chance right. than with her being a Republican. But right. I think... Uh, well, because, I mean, to some degree, they can still be primaried. But it'd be stupid because if you're primarying uh, a Democrat who manages to, to get elected in a Republican state, you're only you're just guaranteeing the Republican's going to win, yeah. basically. Well, they haven't so far. No, but I think Joe Manchin, if he gets primaried, say he gets primaried and loses... He's he's going to lose because he's not democratic enough, and the reason he's been winning is because he's well, he just would, he, democratic he enough. Wouldn't, for he them. wouldn't lose in a primary; he'd lose in a general. You don't think he could be primary? Not from another Democrat. Hmm. Like I don't know. Who's maybe more, who's more centrist than Joe Manchin? Well, no, that's <laughs> I don't even find him centrist. I mean, he's definitely he centrist, is. but I think he's. I think he walks the line a little bit more to the side of the Republican. Party. Well, that's because he takes huge donations from, from the coal industry. The coal and industry. Yeah. Well, it's because of the state he's in. Yeah, I know. It's, that's he, another thing. If you, it, there's three things that need to be changed in government that I think would make a difference. Money, getting money out yes, of politics. That's, that's get the money out of politics. One. Get the electoral college out of politics. I think I th- and get the filibuster taken away. Then everything is. I, fair. I, I think the, I think the biggest thing out of the three is is money. money in politics. Probably because you get money out of politics and just have everything be, um, you know, publicly funded. Here you get X amount of dollars mm-hmm. for your campaign. Go have fun. Well, and but there'd have to be things put in place too to make sure that no one's taking money on the side. Yeah, you know, there you would have to find there would have to be anti-corruption laws. In place more oh, yeah, so yeah, than because, what there are. Oh yeah, yeah, because you know they work really well now. 
Well, <laughs> did you not hear me say more so than they are now? I know. Because <laughs> that's, you know, that's that's the big complaint a lot of people have is how corrupt. Well, period. I mean, for, you should not be allowed to take a single dime in any way, may, way while you're uh, in yeah. public office. That means if you own a company, that company can't take money. If you, in fact, you have to divest yourself from all business, period. Yeah. Not make it a, a vague law like Trump said it was a vague law. No. Period. It has to be a law. If you own companies, you have to divest yourself from them completely uh, to run for office. I just remember John Boehner when he was Speaker of the House passing out checks. Oh, yeah, it was before he was Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. He was he was just a House member at the time, but he was passing out checks on the House floor from Philip Morris. Yeah. So I mean, it's how is that fucking legal? At least it shouldn't be. Well, John it, Boehner wasn't he? He was Speaker of the House in no, 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 no. That's why I said it was before he was Speaker of the House. But he, we, what was this in the nineties? Yeah, okay. he was just a, uh, just a yeah. House member. Philip Morris was not going to win that <sighs> fight, no, no matter what. No, uh, I don't know. The, the money in politics is a whole different fucking ball game. Yeah. But uh, maybe we'll get into that some other yeah. time because we're well, we've, we've run really well. Okay, I, and personally, I mean, I would be, I'd be okay with uh, bringing back uh, with having capital punishment only for corruption. <laughs> That's that. That's another thing that won't happen either. No, but I, I'd be okay with it. I'm not okay with capital punishment. I think on a, on a well. Here's the thing: though, who decides what is corrupt? Anytime you're taking money for political gain, for other people's political. Well, because you said corruption, but that's corruption's a pretty vague term. Well, if you are representing a, a city, a county, a district, so what you're a saying state, is like. Quid pro quo. If you, if you, exactly. If you are representing the people, pay to play, and someone gives you money, and you do something that goes against the will yes, of the I, people, I'm agreeing with you, Ian. I'm okay. just narrowing down the term for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think most people understand what I mean when I talk about political corruption. Well, because like political corruption is Trump asking Ukraine to interfere in the election. I mean, that's yeah, that's political corruption. It is. You know, there's there's a lot of different things you're talking about, like direct payments. Well, that both of those should apply. <laughs> not narrowing it down to just taking payments. That other thing counts too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> asking people to interfere. Yes, asking a foreign nation to interfere. That's a that's that's not a good thing. No, I thought it was. No. And there was a time where the party that he was running for would have been all up in arms about that. Yeah. You know they are the the Patriot Party, right? America first, unless it unless it serves their purpose. They are also the evangelicals that uh, elected the first uh, atheist uh, president too. But yeah, uh, well, saying. he may be an atheist, but he he plays the game very well. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he does. He goes to all the prayer meetings. He uses all the words. He, the only difference he, is he doesn't he, know how to he, hold the Bible up. And upright. he can't recite a single fucking no, uh, of course passage not. from the but, Bible. But to be fair, to be fair, there's a lot of evangelicals who can't prob- either. Probably you're right on that. Uh, so. All right, well, uh, anyway. Oh, real quick, I just want to throw out, just real quick, there was a clip from a rally. I don't know if Trump was at this rally or if he was just did a recording for the rally, but- at the beginning of the rally, they had one guy up there, and a, there was a woman. She was kind of emceeing it, and she goes, "Oh, we've got so and so in the audience. She's going to come up with her flag that she carried during the the peaceful protest at the Capitol." Oh, did you see, I that? Did see that? And then they pledged allegiance to it. I'm like, "Are you peaceful protest? <laughs> yeah. What planet are these people living on?" I, I will say that uh, speaking of flags, uh, 
so Mandy and I were at uh, Jack's football game. Uh, it was I don't even remember who they were playing. It was on the road, or so it was, it was an away game, and we were and like the team, the opposing team, uh, came running out with American flags, mm-hmm. and like then there's like huge thunderstorm, and you can't play football and lightning, so they get delayed. Mm-hmm. So we went and sat in the car, and like as soon as we got in the car, I was like, "Mandy, is that strange to you? Like, <laughs> like what does?" What does the flag have to do with the high school football game? I still, what does the national anthem have to do with that, any that's of that? Kind of that was the other point I was yeah. going to get to is because uh, you know, my whole life I've I've never been to a sporting event that didn't of any kind. Whether it was even my t-ball games always started with the national anthem. Yeah, and it's uh, as I've gotten older and watched more like international sports. You're right; it is, it is it's a little weird. weird. Yeah, because we, if you think about it, you're like, okay, we're here to play a sport. Why are we like? What does this have to do with the right. fucking government? Well, and and you know the the, the, the uh, navy air the air force flyovers. The flyovers. It's like yeah, it's all it's it's pseudo religious ultimately when you think about it because it's ceremonial. Yeah, I told me I said I'd be fine if they like ran out with the flag from your school. Yeah. Because that would represent, actually make sense, right? Your your team flag. You have yeah. a team flag. Yeah. But like to run out. With the American flag, it just, I don't know, it just seemed weird to me. Yeah. I find it either patronizing or um, sheepish. It's, I would say it's, 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 it's pseudo patriotic. Is yeah. It, is, is, right. it's kind of the best way I can. Well, that's what it. I meant by pa- pa- uh, patronizing. It's like yeah. you're, you're pandering, not, not patronizing, you're pandering. Pandering. Because, I mean, it's no different than but, you know, they're, all they're the politicians not, who always say, not, God bless America. They're not pandering, though, because these kids, they're not pandering. No, just, but the people who make them carry that as pandering. I'm sure no one was like, here, make, here, Johnny, make sure you carry this flag out. No, I'm sure they did. I'm sure, not, not, you make sure, you know, like, oh, we're going to do this. This will be fun. Let's run out with the flags, yeah. everybody. You know, it, it'd be no different than the evangelical by vacation Bible school saying, Hey everybody, let's, let's hand out these pamphlets. You know, I, I, I can see it's different if they're having like a, uh, if they're like honoring fallen soldiers right. or something, that's, that's different. Yeah. If it's like themed, yeah, but just say, like say your team's from, from gear, from where you live and someone in this city or this town was injured in, in battle or died in battle, having some kind of a, uh, remembrance yeah, or remembrance, something yeah. during a game that makes sense yeah. especially if that person went to that high school that yeah. makes perfect sense in those times there's nothing wrong with it but every fucking game you don't need a flag and I, you don't need I, a I fucking national think, anthem you know, and I don't want to, and I don't want this to sound bad but uh, this whole like thing that we're talking about but I just I, I, I feel like it cheapens patriotism it does well it, it's because already been cheap be, I, I know but we're like when you sing the national anthem for fucking everything right it, it for, loses for its, me it loses it loses its, it loses its meaning yeah it's value for sure i agree i agree because these are also a lot of, it's like the people talk about uh you know with with participation trophies, trophies or yeah pa- partition participation awards you know if you're giving one to everyone doesn't it like right. lose its special, you know, special meaning. Right. It's the same thing with the the national anthem. I, I I don't know what why this is, but my grandparents, my specifically my my mom's mom. I mean both both sides, but my mom's mom. We had more conversations about this. My grandmother, um, but 
Yeah, I know who your mom's mom is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Stuff. Um, she had she had an American flag, but she only put it out on Memorial Day. Yeah. And Fourth of July. Well, sure. And with that. and I mean, this is a family that uh, she had four sons. All four served. Yeah. All four served during Vietnam. My grandfather served during World War II. Her brother served during Korea. These are. This is a very patriotic family. Yeah. She only put the flag out twice a year. She did not leave it up. I just because it was special. It meant something to put it out for those days. Yeah. I think she put it on Veterans Day too. Um, but it meant something to put those out. So two to three times a year. Yeah. It meant something. I to to, to your point. You know. Yeah, the the just like the you know flag being on everything. It's just, uh, and I'm not trying to be unpatriotic. I just think that's like it's not unpatriotic. It, it means the flag is supposed to mean something, right? You know, the the national anthem is supposed to mean something, and I feel like we as a society have cheapened what it means. Yeah. That's no, all I, it is. I agree. And we've we've turned it into a bumper sticker. It is a bumper sticker. You know, I know, but <laughs> I mean, it is. It's but it's used. I think people more so use the American flag for political means and for political messaging mm-hmm. than actually honoring our country. Right. Well, and I would argue that there's a lot of our country that doesn't really deserve to be honored, but. That's for a different time That's and conversation. That's a different time and conversation, <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, any questions or comments, you can email us at uh, lifeandgeneralpod at gmail.com. And uh, check us out on Facebook. And that's about it. Promise not to be political next episode. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Talk to you all later. Peace. My role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over if you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas I but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Now they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Now they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the car, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a gold smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and rolling. These bodies of water. Bring that shit in bottles. Start it.